Hi there, this is Steve Kaufman again. I just wanted to comment on something I saw in the on the web and saw in the newspapers here in Canada, in the province of New Brunswick, uh, which is about 30% French-speaking. Uh, they have decided to discontinue an early French teaching model. And so I'm going to read what I posted, again, for those of you who are using this material to improve your English, and then I'll talk a little further about it. Kids do not learn French at school. New Brunswick is the only officially bilingual province in Canada. Quebec is officially French, and the other provinces are officially English. The federal government and the country of Canada are officially bilingual. About 30% of the population of New Brunswick is French-speaking. Recently, New Brunswick announced a change in the program of French instruction. Uh, click to see the CBC article. CBC is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Um, French instruction for English-speaking schools. Some of the information from the article that I have linked here is as follows. Beginning in September, parents will no longer be able to enroll their children in the early French immersion program. A little note here, a French immersion program is, is, is a program where English-speaking kids study Italian French and it tends to be somewhat elitist in that parents who ha um, are generally better educated or of higher income tend to be more likely to put their children into this program. The core French program, which currently makes the language a mandatory subject in school, beginning in grade one, will also be eliminated. The 30 minutes of daily instruction currently offered to the students enrolled in the core French program will be replaced with art, music, and gym classes. Report commissioners James Kroll and Patricia Lee released 18 recommendations for the province's French second language programs on February 27th after reviewing the outcomes of French instruction for students who began school in 1995 and graduated in 2006. The report found that approximately 91% of the 1,500 or so students who started early immersion in 1995 had dropped out of the program by the time they reached high school. 91%. Yeah, I can see where they don't want to continue that program. The study also found that only 0.68% of the high school students that graduated in 2006 after completing the core program had reached the provincial objectives of intermediate oral proficiency. I mean, that is absolutely extraordinary. 12 years of French language instruction and 0.68% in a province that's 30% French-speaking. Yeah, I can see where they would want to change that. The Education Department's goal is to have 70% of high school graduates speak fluent French. They must be joking. The changes will provide a universally accessible system that will better serve all students and create an equal access learning environment, Lamrock said. Not starting French until grade 5 will ensure that students have a solid foundation in literacy, math and science in English before learning a second language, said the minister. So there's the article. Predictably, predictably various lobby groups like Parents for French are lobbying against this change. However, if something doesn't work, it's usually a good idea to look at changing it. And it really doesn't work here from those statistics. I posted the following comment to the CBC article. Early or late, the problem is the way the language is taught and the lack of motivation of the learners. 
elementary school language learners should just be allowed to listen to and read stories of interest without any need to speak or write correctly. Just let the learners choose content of interest and enjoy the language. They can use modern digital sound and text resources and learning tools, like Link, for example, uh, often available free, like Link, on the Internet to build up familiarity with the sounds, words, and structures of the language with no pressure. In high school, they can start more formal learning, and that way they will be much more likely to do well. Even in high school, the formal grammar instruction-based ritualistic learning model that has been so spectacularly unsuccessful should be abandoned. I speak 10 languages and know something about what it takes to succeed in learning a language. It has far more to do with the time spent on the language, usually listening and reading, away from the class, and the interest of the learner. The two are connected. It has more to do with that than with any explicit instructional effort in the classroom. Uh, you know, it gets back to the uh, discussion that I had with the, uh, uh, the exchange that I had with the Center for Applied Linguistics in the United States, where they published a report showing that instructional hours of instruction, classroom instruction, had an effect on the success of ESL learners in the States. But when you analyze the statistics, statistics, you found that it had very little effect. That typically, with an immigrant language learner, what they do outside of the classroom has a much bigger effect on their language learning success than what happens in the classroom. Uh, I remember as well when I attended uh, Sprachen und Beruf, which is a, uh, a conference on language learning in Germany. They discuss the corporate language learner, someone who works for a company and learns English or other languages. And typically their progress is very slow. Very few people improve, and the average time spent with instruction, I think, was one or two hours a week, but the average time spent outside the instructional hours was like one hour or one and a half hours per week, which is simply not enough to achieve anything. So somehow in language instruction or in language learning, a method has to be found that will get people to spend time with the language, listening, reading, doing anything with the language. And... I think in particular in the school system where you have young people, uh, elementary school children, grade one, yeah, you should, I think they should be exposed to language, but not in any kind of an instructional way, more in a way that will uh, get them involved, let them choose stories, let them listen to stories. They don't necessarily have to produce the language, it doesn't matter. They can just listen and read and add their vocabulary, as we do in Link, see the number of words that they know gradually increase. Uh, granted, if we were to use Link, we'd have to make it a little more, uh, you know, children-friendly in terms of the design, but the basic principle is there. Uh, and that I, I think at an early age when children are actually, have no particular prejudice against learning anything, that that's a very good time to get them to become familiar with other languages. And later on, in high school, if they have done that and have become a little more flexible, uh, then those that are motivated will learn. And I think that kind of a program would definitely achieve better results than what we see here in New Brunswick, where 
0.68% after completing the core program for 12 years had reached the provincial objectives of intermediate oral proficiency. 0.68%. I mean, that is absolutely extraordinary. Um, similarly, the fact that 91% of those kids that were enrolled in French immersion had dropped out uh, by the time they reached high school. Uh, so, you know, these are programs like so much of what happens in our school system, at least insofar as language instruction is concerned, that really don't achieve any meaningful results. I suspect that these numbers in New Brunswick are similar across Canada, that kids spend five, six, seven here in New Brunswick, 12 years with 30 minutes a day of French and graduate unable to speak the language. That's a, a tremendous condemnation of the present way of teaching the language. Now, it may be that, that uh, because French is a relatively unimportant language in North America, that to some extent you will never get 70%. I mean, when the province of New Brunswick here says that they're going to get 70% of the people speaking fluent French, I mean, they must be dreaming. I mean, how can they talk such nonsense? How can they say that here we are, we've given them 30 minutes a day for 12 years, and 0.68 reached the level of intermediate oral proficiency. And now we're going to start teaching them from grade 5, we're going to do something really wonderful, and uh, which will probably be more of the same, because it's the same teachers, the same educators, the same programmers, programs, and now they're going to be 70% fluent? I mean, that's not realistic. But they could probably get 10 or 15 or 20%, because I think that many people can be motivated. Because in Canada and in New Brunswick, while French is not tremendously important within the whole North American context, in a bilingual province like New Brunswick or in a bilingual country like Canada, there are many professional opportunities uh, that uh, open up if you speak French as well as English. So uh, I think there is a, some level of motivation to learn French as long as it's done in an intelligent way. And I suspect the major problem in New Brunswick is how the language is taught uh, rather than when they start and certainly eliminating French in the early years I think is a step backwards. What they should be looking at is, is how they teach the language. Thank you. Bye-bye.